Welcome to the Gift of Giving Life podcast. I'm so excited that you're here today. These next few episodes will all have some kind of theme tied into Easter, and I'm so excited to share them with you. Please join us at Gift of Giving Life on Instagram or over on Facebook, and we can have a conversation about these podcast episodes. Enjoy! From Womb to Tomb This is from a blog post by Heather, one of the authors of The Gift of Giving Life. This Easter, thoughts about the womb and the tomb have been on my mind. I have been thinking a lot about the lesson I learned after Abraham's birth. In his birth story, I wrote, I got in the shower to clean up. As I rubbed soap over my belly, I couldn't help but think how strange it was that just earlier that morning in the same shower, I had rubbed soap over a full pregnant belly. Now it was empty. I thought to myself, wow, where did it all go? And then the phrase, he is not here, pierced my heart, and I found myself remembering another part from our The Gift of Giving Life book. In the essay, Birth in Remembrance of Him, Robin writes, The atonement was not complete until after Christ voluntarily suffered and then demonstrated his power over the grave by rising from the dead. As the women approached his tomb, they said to each other, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? And when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. In emptying the sepulcher, they saw a young man, and he said unto them, Be not affrightened. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. The empty tomb symbolizes the power of Christ and new life through the atonement. It symbolizes joy and wonder and even possesses mysterious significance. In like manner, the mother's empty womb symbolizes the power of creation made possible through our Heavenly Father. It is a sacred event, as is the atonement and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It symbolizes physical life offered to a spiritual being. It offers joy, wonder, and mysterious significance. Mysterious because it is easy to ask, how is this done? The only answer can be through God, through His infinite wisdom and power. Just like Jesus left his tomb empty when he rose again, so did my little boy leave my womb empty when he was born. The symbolism between birth and the atonement is so incredible, and as I pondered on that phrase, he is not here, I realized what a miraculous thing I had just been a part of. I'd just given one of God's precious sons his mortal body, a body that, because of Christ's resurrection, would live eternally and had the potential to become a god. The full magnitude of that knowledge has overwhelmed me, and over the last several days, I found myself looking in awe at my deflated belly. Since Abe's birth, I have been pondering a lot about the similarities between birth, the womb, and resurrection, the tomb. And the more I learn, the more awe I feel at the beauty of God's plan. Several nights ago, I was reading in my scriptures, and I read the scripture in Job 1.21. Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. For some reason, that scripture struck me. I stopped and pondered about it, and my mind was directed towards the story of Christ's resurrection. I went back and reread the story and discovered a fact that I had never noticed before. 
Then cometh Simon Peter following him, and went into the sepulcher, and seeth the linen clothes lie, and the napkin that was about his head not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in place by itself. I had never noticed it before, but when Christ was resurrected, he took nothing with him, not even his clothes. The women who came to anoint his body found the empty clothes lying in the tomb, bearing testimony to the truth of what Job said. Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. Just like we came into this world with absolutely nothing except our bodies, we will leave this world with absolutely nothing except our bodies. Both the womb and the tomb are places of transformation, and those who enter emerge as new beings. The womb is a place where bones, sinews, muscles, organs, and nerves are all organized and ordered. One enters the womb as only a few cells and miraculously emerges nine months later as a mortal being with millions of cells. In a similar manner, the tomb, or death, is also a place of transformation. One enters it with a mortal body that will corrupt and decay. Yet because of Christ, one day that body will be organized and ordered again and will emerge as an immortal being. The image of resurrection being a literal birth is very powerful for me, because even with all our medical advances, we know very little about how human life is created or the process that governs labor and birth. Whenever I witness a birth as a doula, or at the emergence of my own children, I find myself in awe of the incredible miracle life is. How can a living, breathing person be created out of only materials housed within a woman's body? It makes me cry, like Robin mentioned in her essay. Lord, how is it done? It is truly miraculous, and if I hadn't seen women do it over and over a thousand times a day all over the world, I wouldn't have believed that such a miracle is even possible. I feel the same way about the resurrection. The whole process is so mysterious to me. How is there any way that a human being who has been dead for thousands of years, whose bones have turned to dust, be reconstructed and reunited with their spirit? It seems impossible and makes me question doubtfully, Lord, how is it done? Yet Christ, with his empty tomb and left-behind clothes, is a testament that just like the miracle of mortal birth is possible, the miracle of resurrection is also possible. In fact, the processes aren't all that different. They both require a sacrifice of blood, water, and spirit. The most incredible thing is that both birth and resurrection are free gifts, one given to us by our mortal mothers and one given to us by Jesus Christ. They are gifts that no matter how hard we try, we will never be able to repay. How very grateful I am for both of those gifts. Thanks for joining us today. If you have an experience that you want to share about the spirituality of pregnancy or birth, please contact us. We love having guests on the podcast, or if you prefer to just write up your experience, we are happy to share it on our blog or on Instagram. And also, please share the podcast with your friends. This is how the word gets out that birth and pregnancy can be spiritual. The podcast and our book is one of the greatest ways to share that as well as, of course, you sharing your experiences with your friends. Visit thegiftofgivinglife.com, 
Currently, our newsletter subscribers get free access to our online class, which is growing. And if you want more inspiration, of course, you can always buy The Gift of Giving Life on Amazon, either for yourself or it makes a great gift for any woman you know. Have a great week and know that you are loved.